This is a Props.com production. The Bostonian is Matt Perrault. This is our f- city. The book is Dave Sherapan. Pay him. Pay that man his money. Together, they are the Bostonian versus the book. You covered! You covered 12! I covered! Follow the show on Twitter at Boston versus the book. How do you like them, Matt? Bringing you the best insight on sports betting news, Matt and Dave's daily picks, and an entertaining and unfiltered dive into the sports betting industry. Here's Dave Sherapan and Matt Peralt. And here we go. What is up, boys and girls? Welcome into another episode of the Bostonian versus the book presented by the Betfred Sportsbook app. Mr. Shades, Dave Sherapan, Matt Peralt. I'm feeling like that. After what the Celtics just did last night, right. on that we got our one-year anniversary to talk about. We got a bull pick them up and running. A brigade member from Washington watching the show on Sports Grid, which you guys probably are on replay. Thank you. Live Thank on Twitter, you. live on YouTube. Hit Thank subscribe. You. We're almost at two thousand subscribers, by the way, for our YouTube channel. We're close. Yep. We're That's close. End of the year, two thousand subscribers. Go hit the subscribe button for YouTube. You have been there before. If you listen on the audio version of this, subscribe where you get your audio podcasts, wherever that may be. Helps the algorithm. We appreciate all the love. Algorithm. What's with the shade, Sherapan? I'm in a Miami short of mood. Plus, I got to think warm thoughts because if you saw the Twitter this morning at Sports BK can see, I woke up this morning. It was 61 in the house. 61. She won't let me turn the heat on. So I'm cold. (laughs) I got the jacket on. I'm thinking warm thoughts. And, you know, I had to get in the car, come over, see you, little production meeting this morning, whatever that was. Um, and I'm I'm still cold. So I said, you know what? I got to, th- if I think warm, like I'm at the beach or something, maybe I'll, I'll get warm. But the brigade brings the heat every day. We're here to do the show. We're good with that. Let's go. Let's the camera go. doesn't like my white hat. No. Let's let's change let's change let's no, change this that one. Works. I, I, that that's okay. Yeah. As washed out. Does that change it? I don't know. We'll do do some hat changes here for me. Yeah. Quick and, quick and easy here for that. Joel, you're damn right. I live in an ice box. You do live Joel in, in the box. chat just said I live in an ice I live in an ice box. Sixty one right. degrees is the coldest temperature I've seen in a long in a time for someone's house. That's that's really that's bone chilling cold. Yeah. That's triple blanket type stuff. Triple blanket. You got to get dressed to get to bed. Like it's you, you try to take off clothing. And I mean, back in the day, I thought nothing of sleeping without clothing. But now I don't want to know these things. Don't tell me these things. I don't want to know about like sleep commando. I mean, why I not? I don't need to know about commando stuff with you. Just saying. My goodness. 60 is perfect. Whitrock. Are you a, what, a 60 are you a polar degrees? Bear? Wow. Guys, put in your sleeping temperature, 70 perfect degrees. sleeping temperature in oh. the chat right now. What do you 68, like? 68 is my perfect. 68. I mean, yeah. listen, I guarantee that that's going to be an under. People are going to come in here and put in the chat right now, 65 or lower. That's the number. 65 is way too cold. People love to sleep in the cold, man. Well, Apparently, you, it helps it, you sleep. I correct. got a friend, you, you, yes. my buddy Sean. He's watching the show right now. Sean would sleep in an ice bath if he could. Gets cold. He's that guy. He takes cold showers. He likes it's, everything cold. It's ridiculous. It's actually, like, it's funny you say that. Like, my, have you ever done that, taking a cold shower? 
Listen, when I lived in Curacao. That's different. It was, it's, it's warm there. We didn't have hot water. I took a cold shower every day. Oh, wow. Well, it helps the, 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 the metabolic changes in your body. This is I'm starting the weaning. You have to wean yourself down. I love warm showers, but there's a mental game you play with yourself about cold shower to start the day. It increases blood flow, energy, focus, metabolism, burning fat. Like there is a health benefit to a cold shower. Everybody keeps telling. It's true, but you can't go zero to 40. Like you, you have to wean yourself down over the process of weeks to get down to a colder temperature, cold shower. It's I'm going to try to do it. This is my David Goggins inspired new thing. I'm going to try to do, I'm going to try to get myself mentally prepared every day to get up and take a colder shower every single day in the month of January and see where I get in February, see how cold I can actually deal with it in January. Yeah. That's, that's good. Good luck with that. I mean, I've, I've <laughs> it's done not good. It's horrible, but it's, it's, there's supposed to be some really big benefits to this by doing it and starting to do it. So this, this is one of my, my new year's resolutions to attempt to do in January. Curtis T says he does cold bath, soak therapy, two minute ice baths or legendary Zach, the hat said, I mean, I, I don't know. 68. If I like it, I'm going to buy one for the outside. I want to buy one for the backyard. I'm going to do it in the backyard. I could technically just jump into, I could jump into my spool yeah. and I don't, but the temperature of the spool is about 75. So it doesn't give you the same type of, you need it to be like legitimately. It's under- 40 degrees outside, jump into 75. That'll be good for you. Start with that. You want to ease into it? Go jump in there. No, I want the, I want the shower first and then we'll get into the actual cold tub situation because 62.6 for Pierre Chevalier. 62.6. Who, what the hell kind of temperature is that? 62.6? It's a smart, he must have a smart house. You can do that with smart houses. You, you go guys, to a 10th? Yeah. Smart houses can be down to very pinpoint. That's a little bit much. I mean, like put it on a whole number. I mean, you want to talk about moving a damn number. <laughs> 0.6, Pierre? Come on. It's confusing enough. I ain't even allowed to touch a thermostat in his house. She You're not allowed to? No, she says don't touch. What happens if you do? You, do you yell that? He yelled at every day anyway, but right. yeah, I get yelled at. That's why I woke up and was 61. I said, he can't, please, somebody let me, don't touch it. One of the greatest arguments of marriage, even like workplaces, think about places where you worked in a common right. workplace. How hot it is. The thermostat is. is a daily, is it, like, that's one thing. Another thing I don't miss about being in an office or being, a, you know, with it. everybody, oh, it's too cold. It's too hot. It's too this. The one year I worked at the Venetian, the two windows were under a vent that never stopped blowing. So if See, you radio, got windows one and two, you had to dress for winter in July. You had to bring a sweatshirt. It's a 118 outside, and you had to dress like you were going to a, a, a game in December in back east. It's funny because radio figured it out a long time ago. They, I've never worked in a station that didn't have the thermostat locked. Behind a, bla- a plastic. Oh, box. that was one of the best inventions ever. Yeah, it's locked. Yeah. <laughs> Only person who has it is the general manager and the head engineer. That's it. Because <laughs> radio equipment has to be kept at a very low temperature. Has right? to it's, be cold. Gets right. very hot. Yeah, has so, to be like meat locker like. Yeah. So yes. what it's called, what we call the rack room, which is where all the all the processing computers, 
Yeah, it's called the rack room. So the rack room had to be kept below 65 at all times, but then you couldn't change if the rack room was adjacent to the studio, which oftentimes it was, you could not have the studio be 72 and have the rack room by 65. It wouldn't work. So if you were in a studio that was next to the rack room, chances are you were cold. Chances are you were always like bundling up. And if you had women who worked with you, which oftentimes you do, or they come into your studio or whatnot, they're always like, how the hell are you guys in here? It's frigid in here. What is going on? And so they'd be wearing like sweatshirts and they'd be wearing hats and beanies and everything else, just shivering and getting cold. I mean, Madeline last night, now she's got a cold, so she's not feeling very well. But like last night we went shopping at the outlets to go buy winter gear for, for our trip coming up. And I'm like, all right, we got to go buy you some stuff because you're not going to be able to handle this. She's in the back of the car and she's like, it's cold. What temperature is it? I'm like, it's 46. Yeah. She's like, this is cold. I'm like, it's going to be high. I'm like, Madeline, like we're talking 30 degree differences when we go home here. Like it's going to be 16 degrees in the morning. Yes. And she was like, why? And I'm like, you're the one who wants to go home all the time. You're the one that says you want to go to Boston. Like I miss Boston. I want to go to Boston. I I want to see the cold. I want to see the snow. I'm like, they go hand in hand. <laughs> like when you want the snow, it's going to be cold. I can't wait for this trip. It's going to be the best eye-opening experience. I'm never going to hear about it again, about wanting to go home. She's going to be like, forget this. I like Vegas. Farrah and I were talking about it before. It's like, I understand why people in New England are assholes. Like I understand it more ever than before. Because, because of the temperature? Well, think about it, okay? So you're cold it's six cold, months out of, of the place. year. There's not a lot of, I mean, there's not a lot of places like Massachusetts. But you take cold and you take congestion, people in your way all the time. You're always being dealt with something, flat tires, dead batteries, traffic jams, you know, snowstorms that are not predicted properly. It buries you, black ice, you slip and fall and bust your ass trying to, you know, go ahead and shovel You're cold the entire time. You get up, your car is frozen solid. You get into a cold car every single day to go drive to Dunkin' Donuts to get some piss-ass coffee and then go Mm. ahead and drive to work where your boss is a jerk. you got people in your way. And then you go back home and you drive home in the pitch black when the snow comes down and you're cold again. You do that for 40 years, you're a jerk. Like, it's just sort of like... Do it for for a week, it sounds like you're a a jag off. That's, that's, That's no good. So I get it more because like we live here and like if there's a traffic jam, you're almost like intentionally driving into it because there's 15 different ways around it. Chances are the coldest temperature we're going to deal with all year long is 30 degrees. And it's high 20s a couple of times, but okay. I mean, for the most part, we might get one snowstorm every couple of years is a dusting, nothing serious. You never have to go and warm your car up in the morning. You never have to worry about any of that. The more yeah. it, it's a, our lives are so much softer and more convenient and easier here yeah. than there. Yeah. And I have respect, or at least I have compassion more for people who live in the Philly, New York, Boston, you know, that corridor, the 95 corridor, because it's all, it's, it's like you're, you're living with like a foot on your neck. You're giving these people an excuse. I, I mean, am, but I just, get it because it's like, this is why. Like, yeah, but you I can my, say that now because you're here. Too. Right. <laughs> it's, it's such a wonderful experience yeah. of like, I don't have to deal with any of that. You got to deal with a lot of other stuff, though. I mean, don't have every, everybody can't move here. There's, there's already enough people. It's like, don't come. Like, you can come visit, stay a, a week, two weeks, stay a month. It's great. You can get these Airbnbs. You can stay two, two months. I mean, you can rent out places. It's awesome. But it's really hot here in the summer. Terribly hot. 
nine months and, out of the year. Oh, it's terribly hot. No, nine right. months out of the year, it's beautiful. Three months out of the it's year, hot. it's tough. Terribly hot. Terribly hot. It is. You know, people, I have talked to people who get sick of the heat and they want out. They've like, I've been here 10 years. Yeah. It's always hot. I'm tired of 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 being burning my feet, walking outside on my ground. I'm tired of, you know, 105 degree temperatures consistently. I want to have four seasons. Some people like to be cold. Mrs. Consig is one of them. She loves it. (laughs) <laughs> so she like loves our people who like to be cold. Yeah. They prefer to have it be freezing cold. And so if she likes the house to be 61, imagine what she's dealing with when it's 120 outside. Well, that's the hardest part. <laughs> like you go, it's 61 in the house and you go outside and it's almost like the same temperature. And you're like, it's just ridiculous. Go out, come in the house when it's 115 outside. And it's, you know, I, I, I beg her. I'm like, can we just put it on 70? Like, can we please, like, it doesn't have to be 68 in here in the summer. Well, it's hot outside. That's a 60 degree difference, 50 degree difference. That's freezing. It's the swings that get you, just like in the book, the swings get you up and down. So, all right, we are heading towards Friday. If you guys would like to be a part of our celebration on Friday, we're sending our anniversary show Friday. We're sending out kind of the bat signal to everybody that if you want to send in your video, audio, whatever you want to do to kind of celebrate with us. Yeah. Ask the BVB. Yes. At gmail.com. We can't really put it on the screen directly, but ask the BVB at gmail.com. Send us in a note, say video, audio, whatever, a story, whatever you want. We'll get it. Friday's going to be kind of a Keep it tight, boys. Keep it tight. 15, 20 seconds, please. Ideally. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, like right, right, snap, snap, get to it. We'll the more we get of that length, the more we can play, because we have and, a lot uh, of going on. I mean, and film them uh, like this, or uh, horizontally, horizontally. <laughs> yeah, right. yes, vertically, not horizontally. Vertically, hold your phone vertically like that, because so in camera mode, maybe Dave and Matt, yes. Oh, I see what you're saying. Good point. Okay, so don't do it on that level. Do it that. Yeah. Okay. Up that makes down. sense. Up and down, boys and yeah. girls. So film, and film, film it like that. Yeah. Uh, and then be able to push it to us via email and we'll put it on. We are going to like the cutoff is like Thursday night at like 5 p.m. Pacific time because we got to have time to pull these down, review it, make sure there's no curse words or things we can't have on the air. Right. So like we got to vet it before. So give us a little time to vet it. So like tomorrow by five o'clock, please send it in. But like 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern. Yeah, like basically this, when the, when the game kicks off tomorrow night, you, you got to have it in to make the show on Friday. So there's your cutoff. There you kick, go. Kick off Thursday night football. Got to be in before kickoff Good Thursday idea. night football. Good and idea. then we'll, we'll, we'll go through everything and, and, and review it uh, and, and put some people up. We'll see what parts of the world we can grab onto and put in because. You see takes- this chat flowing right now. We got people from literally all multiple countries, nice. different parts of the United States, all different temperatures, all the way down in Florida, you know, PB's down there. And then we got uh, somebody just chimed in there from. Where in Canada? That's, I mean, it's cold up there. Oh, yeah. Man, oh, man. That's somebody's that's, asking about my hats. Well, go ahead, continue, sir. I'll, I'll okay. read the chat. Go. So, a brigade member, we talked about this yesterday. Dave said, Hey, if you're a brigade member and you want to set up a bull pick contest for us, please go ahead and do that. Well, that's what happened. 
a listener or viewer on sports grid in Washington state stepped up named Garrett. Thanks Garrett. Garrett has set up the BVB brigade bowl pick spectacular. It is out. It is free and it's available to be played on by bet by bowl by bowl. Don't do the whole thing at once. Perfect. Each time. The only thing that you're not going to like is it's, it's a confidence pool. So it's against the spread, but also you got to put your confidence level on it as to how. Oh, a lot of thinking involved with that. So one to 44, 44 bowl games. You got to go one to 44. Your confidence level as mm. the team you're picking is going to go ahead and do it. So that one does have that, but it's on at sports talk, Matt at Boston versus the book and on the discord channel, betprep.com slash chat. Those are the three ways right now you can get the link to come in. It's entirely free prizes. We're still working it out. It'll be a BVB hat for sure. Yeah. And, or maybe an appearance on this very show for you to oh come my. on in oh maybe my. other things that we'll give away as being a part of this prize pack for whoever is going to wind up being the bull pick him spectacular champion, if you will. So we'll do that during the month of December. We'll give you some updates as to what people want, but the first game is Friday. Okay. So you got to get your picks in here Friday just for the games on Friday, Saturday, Sunday, just get your picks in. And then we'll go through the entire bowl season all the way until the championship game on January, the 10th, 9th, 8th, 9th, 10th, right? Mm, to check the calendar. I think for it's the, title game? the 13th. Maybe the 13th, somewhere in that range. So we'll go all the way to the national championship game for that. So if you really are confident about who wins the championship, you may want to hold on to those 40 plus point opportunities and go ahead and jump in late with oh, Monday. Monday's January 9th. I think it's a Monday night, right? It makes sense. It'll be a Monday night. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's Monday night. So, January, so the ninth, night. Yeah. makes sense. Normally it's around the ninth, 10th, 11th, somewhere in that range is when they yeah. normally do. Cause they play it a week and a half after they play on the 31st. Nova Scotia, London in the UK, Swansea, Ooh. Wales. Wow. And uh, someone just down in Arizona, GC syrup uh, just chimed Hi. in like literally different parts of the world. Right I want I want to meet somebody from Wales and I want them to tell me whether or not meeting the prince and princess is actually a big deal to them or nothing. Man. Like like if you met the president would you think it's cool? Um any yeah. president, not this one, any president. Yeah. It'd be I mean, neat, right? Just like shake shake his hand, how are you? Like my one of my good friends in Florida plays golf with Barack Obama. He's his caddy a lot of times. Mm. For Barack when he plays. And I think that's really pretty. I was like, that's pretty damn cool. Like he has Barack Obama's phone number in his phone. That's pretty cool. <laughs> it's cool. And it, you know, but it's short-lived. Like it's yeah, like it's a quick, you quickie know, high. Like, yeah, like Olivia, right. my niece is never gonna meet the princess and princess ever again. Like she met no, them for five right. for five minutes, and then and that's going off in, in a ways, but it's just funny. I'm always like, what's the equation? Like the prince and princess of Wales, is that a is that like a political thing is that like just like a like what's the u.s equivalent to that because we don't have monarchies here so we don't know what the king queen prince princess we don't have any of that stuff so it's just i'm always curious when i hear whales i'm like do those people really matter or are they just like figureheads or like you know <laughs> they carry any weights like no one cares like meeting a football coach or something it's just like yeah whatever i don't know i'm always kind of interested with that so Bull Pick'em Contest is up right now. Discord channel or at Boston versus the book or at Sports Talk Matt. You guys can go log in, be a part of it. Go make some picks in place. All right. Let's talk about my boys. (laughs) 
So we're always talking about stuff that is going to happen. What are we talking about last night for? Well, it is stuff that's going to happen because Jason Tatum in the MVP conversation, and he's now the odds-on favorite to be the MVP. <laughs> so it, after what happened last night. So My Boston God. goes up by 20, and, and there's an ask the BVB question coming in here from a listener. I got to get to you. Someone has given okay. me this question to ask you about this game. So Boston up by 20. They get outscored 24 to 6. Lakers. It was a bad run. I was actually watching this whole thing transpire down at the Chicken Pizza. I was like, they're going to lose this game. It was a horrific. It was reverting back to the Celtics of the first half of last year. It was stand around ball. It was chuck and duck. Missed shots. No, just no miss defense. Shots, LeBron's driving in the lane and right dunking on hoop. people. Smacking ADs. Got alley-oops going. Everyone's rocking. You got the LA fan base. All the celebrities are all rolling over themselves. They're all raising the roof. They all think this is going to be amazing. They're up by 11 points with three minutes to play. <laughs> Did you see the percentage? The, 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 the win percentage? <laughs> yes. I think it was 99.6% that the Lakers over. win the game. Game's over. It's a wrap. Until it wasn't. Because <laughs> Boston gets a three. Marcus Smart steals the basketball on the inbound five-point swing, five-point play in two seconds. Bang, bang. Boston scores five points. All of a sudden, the lead goes to six. Mm. Now, Boston gets a stop. Lead goes to four. Then it goes to five. Then Boston hits a three. Three. Bam. Jason Tatum, three. Two-point game. Here we go. Foul, Anthony Davis. Okay, AD. One, good. Two, game's over. Dun, 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 clang. Second shot, dun, 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 clang. Over two. AD chokes at the line. And then... Take me a picture real quick. Maddie's already sleeping at this point, right? Uh Uh-huh. You're watching the game. Are are you downstairs watching? I'm right here. I'm right here watching the game. I I just did just the picks. I'm watching the game right here. I I have my phone open. I'm staring at, at, at my TV set. And Jason Tatum takes the old man to fucking school. (laughs) Jason Tatum put LeBron on ice skates. Dun, 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 fade away, bang, tie game. Man. Whole place is like, oh my goodness. (laughs) How is this game tied? They still want a shot to win the game. Still had a last second shot. Yeah. Lakers can't do it. No. That was a... Rap in overtime. Boston got that game to overtime. It was for get it. It was was done. You are not doing this. You are not winning this game. I thought, man, after what happened with the Clippers, I thought that game stayed under, by the way, a 242. How the hell did that happen? How did that game stay under? Bromelkamp hit a nice play on the on the under in that game. Last night? Yeah, it must have been in game. It was 242. Yeah, that in the first quarter. The, the total closed at 235 and a half or 236. So it went over. The barely. Total. Barely. Barely, but it did go over. It fell on a number, four. The closing number was four. There were some three and a halves. Shout out to the CLV people. Um, you know, you got to get the best number. Hopefully you laid three and a half. But when I mean, you could have taken them on the money line plus 800 or plus whatever at, at, when they were down right, right before the three-minute mark, it was it was done. I mean, so let me get you this question because this is <sighs> pertaining to this game from a listener of ours <laughs> comes from Jake. Uh, Jake is 
I don't know where Jake is from. Jake is, uh, he's one of these number guys. It's Jake five, four, six, seven, eight, and two, blah, blah, blah. Okay. It says after the Celtics minus four pushed, which was crazy. Mm-hmm. Can you guys chat about live hedging and middling a little bit? I know oh. Dave likes to use it in baseball for totals and hockey as well. Mm-hmm. But what about totals for basketball? Oh, it's a dream. The NBA is the best sport to do it with Jake and anyone else listening. I do it every night on sports grid with Gabe and Cam. We're watching the games. I'm talking about now's a good time to buy, you know, just for an opportunity to buy something else later. Um, you know, it happened the other night with the hockey, with the Rangers being down to the devils, the game closed with the Rangers, a small favorite, the devil scored two goals in the first three and a half minutes. And you were getting the Rangers plus three and a half because the line. So, so the end game is way more volatile at the beginning. Mm-hmm. And then it kind of, you know, gets a little more, you, the book understands the position. The algorithm is, is taking the time off the clock and there's less volatility available because there's just the minutes gone in the game are perishable. The swings in the NBA are insane. Well, how about last night? Yeah. <laughs> you know, my brother had minus four and plus 11. Oh, in that well, game. So he pushed I mean, on the Celtics and won on the Lakers. Look, P. Rawls' brother is, is doing it. I mean, that's <laughs> like uh, you can do it. Now you have to be. Like you shouldn't be like sitting there eating nachos and drinking beer and all this other stuff. I mean, you can and do this, but you kind of got to be a little focused watching a game. Do you do it with more than one book or do it at one book? So I personally, I I know the prices at the other books. I'm I'm watching the different screens and stuff. Right. But here, because with the basketball, you almost have to do it. You have to have either multiple devices open on multiple books. Because closing out one and opening up another, by the time you go to do it, the number's gone. Gone. The, the instantaneous gone. nature of the in game in the NBA, it's really hard. So if you can do it with one book, because a lot of the software, a lot of the stuff is the same. Mm. They just change the juice. So where you might lay minus 112 or 14 at one place, you might you might lay 118 on straight bets. Very rarely are they using minus 110 now on the in game, which is again, it's a whole whole other argument for a whole nother time. The totals, I love the totals. I, I absolutely love the totals because the, the, they move them so incorrectly. Like you can get 20 point middles on a regular basis in the NBA. A quick start, they take a total to close 229 and make it 239 or 242. So if you like the over, you, you can go under, and now you have a middle opportunity where you're risking. If you were just using $11 to win 10, you have 11 to win 10, over 229, under 242, 11 to win 10. You're going to win one and lose one if you split. You lose a dollar. You're risking $1 to win 20. That's what professional betters do in a, in a, mm. in a quick summary. They do it all the time. I mean, cause I only need to be right one out of 20 to break even. If I'm right two times out of 20, that's 10%. Right. And if it's I'm 20%, ahead. if it's 20%, you're doing really well. <laughs> right. You right. reducing yeah. the risk, maximizing the return. That's the name of that's how you win at sports betting. And you can have fun. I mean, you know, and a lot of times if you like your position, 
You don't have to do anything. You're the one pushing the button. The book's right. taking the bets. Right. And you sit there and watch. My only problem with it is the spinning wheel of death is extremely frustrating. It's torturous. Yeah. It, it it will drive you crazy. You will you will miss bets. You will get happens to me all the time now. Well, I, I don't miss bets as often as I miss the juice I want. That's what that's what fear infuriates me when I'm doing it because it's like, all right, so I like minus three, it's minus one fifteen. And then before I go in there, it says, Oh, juice has changed. Juice is now minus one thirty. You still want it? Like, no, I wanted it at one fifteen. I don't want to pay fifteen more cents for the same number I liked before. Like that's not what I'm in. I don't want to do that. That's what that's what makes me angry is that the real time changing of the juice. You know, oh, sorry, you didn't get it in time. We've moved it before your bet got accepted. That's when it gets annoying. It gets very annoying. And I mean, I've used all the apps, at least here in town. I've never had a FanDuel or DraftKings app, but I've been back east and seen people use it. Um, If they offer you a price that's changed, it very rarely is changing in your favor. (laughs) Never in your favor. No, it has. I've I've gone to take like Uh, plus seven hundred in a dog price, and it says the price is now plus nine hundred. Do you want it? Well, obviously, I want it, but it's just a computer doing it. It's not. They're not making sure. Also, making sure you're buying at a different price, so you got to make sure. It's it's there's a there's a function in there that if there's a price change, it has to shoot that at you. Okay. That's fine. And nine times, nine and a half times out of 10, it's against you. Yeah. But I always recommend, at least the ones I use, always hit the no and then you rebet it. Oh. Because a lot of times it may just be something triggered or it may have been a pause in the, in the system. It may have been something that moved the price. But when you go, when you, if you hit the no, you hit the decline and then just go rebet what you were going to bet. It's still the price that you had, and you can still get the price. <laughs> so, little inside secret there. Um, I never just accept it unless it's something like I know it's minus four, and I know that it's going to minus six. I'll lay an extra bit of juice to get that number. Because a lot of times, the number is more important than the juice if the juice is not that egregious of a move. It's always interesting for me when I'm doing live betting, because that's why I asked about the more than one book situation, because you have to kind of pick and choose which book you want to use. And you're kind of at the mercy of that selection. Yes. So like you have to be kind of careful with which, like I've shopped around and used mm-hmm. a lot of books here in Vegas. Yep. There's not, I don't think there's like a monster difference between the two, except that like, you know, there are certain books in town that really have a small menu of live, of live. Like they have two, oh, games, yeah. they have two games live. That's it. The whole night. Yeah. Other books have the entire NBA slate all cool. automated, all on live. So like yeah. I tend to look at the larger menu and wanting to yeah. use books to have a larger menu, but you know, you have to be careful just because of the fact that you can't shop. Like there's no like, Oh, well, that book's at three, that book's at two and a half. there's no time, like maybe at halftime or a second half line, you might be able to do that. But in game while it's going on, you don't have those options in game while it's going on. Impossible. Yeah. At pauses of play. If it's the long commercial break, you might have time to switch once. Yeah. Once that's it. Like it's, it's that fast and you have to understand you have to do it while they're still playing. You have to anticipate the TV timeout because they're 30 seconds to a minute ahead of you anyway. 
So by the time they're coming back from commercial for you, it's already golf. It's already so you have to you have to do everything ahead of time. It's very frustrating. Very frustrating. Jason Tatum scored 44 points last night. 44. We wake up. Jason Tatum is the odds on favorite to win the MVP. Yeah. Numbers have shifted. He's now plus 250 to win the MVP. Can you see it? Hell yeah. The, with the season they're having? Can you not? I have a hard time, but I would love it. Why do you have a hard time? Like, Just because it, of his age, what he's done. Really? I mean, yeah, he's 24 years old. He's not won a championship yet. He's played in one NBA finals. Okay. Going up against Giannis. Going up against Embiid. <laughs> going up against um, just household names that are in the superstar stratosphere. I mean, Giannis, Luca. He can't. Yep. He can give it to Luca. I mean, after no, that, I'm, it's all double digits. It's Joel Embiid, Steph Curry, Zion. Zion's the one you got a big watch coming, right? When the face of the league is, I mean, these guys are the face of the league. The so, Boston Celtics are the face of the league. If they get the number one, if they have the number one record, they were in the finals last year, right? It's yeah. It's a you. You, you can make that argument. Jason Tatum's wow. a young superstar, man. He's as soon as they win a championship, he's on the cover of VA Sports, NBA Live, all this stuff. I mean, it's it. Oh, no? I mean, it's I no, I agree. It's it's a it, it it it's a rocket ship. I mean, if he if he winds up winning, you know, if if they're where they want to be, which is winning a championship, if they're the one seed, I think they wind up getting themselves. He won. He wins the MVP. He's the best player on the best team. So that's why I'm a little, I, I don't always like that. I don't like the fact the best player in the best team, he wins the MVP. All right. I just Luca and Giannis and like these household superstar names. I mean, putting Tatum in that conversation. I love it. I'm just not so sure the voters are going to do that. where they'd vote for him over them. I mean, again, that's hard. That's hard to handicap what they're going to vote. Right. Very hard. I hate it. But I understand the move, right? I mean, yeah. You watched it late last night. Oh. We wake up out west. They're waking up back east, seeing these highlights because half the country was sleeping. More than. Right? Yeah. And they're going, geez. one thirty in the morning, Eastern time when that game ended. <laughs> right. one thirty in Boston. That game yeah. over. So I don't know, man. I think that's – um it's worth moving the price because now, I mean, it's 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 only December fourteenth, but is the market shortening? Like, I would say any, so. Yeah. Is there anyone below? I would say the top nine guys. It's where it goes to thirty to one. I mean, you know, what did Zion just still on there? Zion's down to twenty-one to one. He's the okay. sixth choice. So he's thirty-five to one two days yeah. ago. So now he's yeah. twenty-one. Yeah, okay, makes sense. Well, there's so only numbers. twelve guys listed below a hundred to one. Twelve guys in the league. Yeah, so you're talking about it's a five or six horse race at the moment, right? Yeah, no, I mean, look, I don't hate it. I think you, I think the price will be better on Tatum later. <laughs> I don't think he's going to stay as the odds-on favorite at plus two fifty, but. 
I just think that performance last night, he tried to dunk on LeBron. He tried to make LeBron into a poster. Yeah, that was pretty good. Got fouled, but like yeah. he, he just, to me, that was like, all right, he's coming. Like he's yeah. pulling, he's pulling the whole Dion thing. Like he's making the, the announcement to the league. I'm coming. Like, here we go. Like, watch out. I don't care who LeBron is. I don't care how many rings you got. I don't care how many times you bought, you beat Boston. I don't care how many teams you play on. This is my time now. Has to be done. 24 years old, changing of the guard. They were, the Lakers were so tired in overtime. They yeah. were exhausted. Yeah. And Boston was the team that was on the sixth game of a six game road trip. Yeah. And they had more legs than the Lakers did. That's scary. If I'm a Laker fan, I'm like, oh no, we're really old. I mean, Russell Westbrook tried to win the game by himself in overtime. Did you see Chuck's comments? Yes. And I post. <laughs> was beautiful. One minute, you know, they're the 12 seed. Why we always got to talk about them. It, Ernie it's, got abs- good. it's a great point though. It's a great question. I mean, he well, nailed Ernie, it. Ernie's point was, it's the last time you talk about them this year. And he was like, really? You're so and excited. Then, and Jenny was like, Kenny was like, um, Hey, it's a uh, 2022 ending. That's why it's the last right. time this year yeah. they're going to play. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> but he's, it, it's a, it's a fair point though. You talk about it in the book all the time. It's like people are betting the Lakers and coming in, but Lakers suck. I mean, they are a bad basketball team, and yet they, because they're the Lakers and it's LA and Showtime and whatever, they get talked about. They get primetime TNT games. It's ridiculous. I mean, Boston LA is a rivalry. That game should be on, but like, you know, it was wild to watch Laker fans and watch LeBron when that run started because it was like, look, they're turning the clocks back. This is the Lakers. Look out for the Lakers. They're so dangerous in the fourth quarter when they want to focus and they're on. Right. Whoops. Yeah. No. No. Whoops. Sorry. Yeah. A little bit of a premature reaction there to that game. And yeah, if you're a Laker fan, my God. Well, we're talking about the MVP. The NBA has renamed all of their awards. You see this? I did not. So now it's the Michael Jordan MVP award. Oh. So we're going to like the hockey thing? Like we're naming the the awards for guys' names and stuff? Correct. All right, I'm good with it with hockey. So what did they name like the defensive player of the year award and all that stuff? Um, the defensive player of the year, it's it's the Akeem Olajuwon oh. trophy for okay. the defensive player of the year. Okay. It's the Wilt Chamberlain trophy for the rookie of the year. Okay. The John Havlicek trophy for the sixth man of the year. Nice. Okay. The George... Uh, I always misspell his, mispronounce his name. Meekin, right? Most Mike, improved player. George Meekin. George Meekin. Most improved player. Okay. Award. League's first superstar leading the Minneapolis Lakers to a five-time mm-hmm. title run in the 40s and 50s. Jordan is the Michael Jordan trophy for the NBA. Oh, my goodness. France just scored. You're surprised? I mean, it's four and a half minutes into the game. Yeah, French is going to wreck Morocco today. Wow. It's not going to be close. It's going to be 1-0. Yeah, they're going to kill him. <laughs> they should kill him. I mean, France, what, what, was the, what was the number today? I didn't even look. France yeah, it had to be. Regulation. Yeah. Like, like minus 200. Francs are like a three-way yeah. bet was probably France minus 200. Yeah. It's, this is France, Argentina. This is a monster final in the world cup. It will do big numbers. Is Messi the Buffalo bills of soccer. 
Oh my. Are they, is he? Listen, I don't like talking bad about the Argentinas. Yeah. The, the, the team, like, because they Why? come after you. These people come after you. But I is he, know. I mean, he's, is that what they are? Maybe. They're the Buffalo Bills. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, does France, like, I mean, do they have a lot of success or like, I, yeah, I don't know. Defending champs that won the whole thing last four years ago. Yeah. Minus 167, period, Dacus said. Yeah, France was. minus one. Good bet. Matt was minus four twenty-five. Money Good line. Bet. Wow. All right. Yeah, that didn't take long. Fernandez first goal score for Jimmy Jack. Man, why am I not interested in the World Cup? Because the U.S. is out. No, even if they're in it, I I I, I watched it barely. Even when they played, I didn't right. say I didn't watch all three games. I don't know why. It's really weird. It's like I've become – you're fighting for my attention right now. I, I feel like for me to give you my attention, right? you got to pull me away from so many other things every single night. Like it, it, I watched – I've watched hockey every night for like I don't know how many weeks in a row. It's fun, isn't it? And then I throw on soccer and I'm just like, eh. Eh. Mm. Like, mm. Not – I'm not moving around my day. No. I'm not rescheduling anything. No. If, no. if it's on, it's like you're up against two or three things that it's on up against, and you're going to have a hard time like you're number three. Like number one and two have got to be really bad for me to go to number three. <laughs> like you just college basketball, NHL, NBA, like you're going through the order and like, all right, fine, I'll watch a soccer game. Like it's just. I played soccer my whole life. It was a, the sport I was the best at. Got recruited to play in college. I don't normally, four years ago, I was all in on this tournament. Yeah. Betting it, watching it, absorbing it, talking about it. I loved it. It was awesome. Got Argentina and France coming up in the final. And I'm like, I might watch it. I don't know. Chef B, Chef Benny, big friend of the show. Always in the chat, always hanging out, contributing on the Twitter as well. Just said, and I think it's a valid point. Usually it's in the summer. It's in the fall right now. Good it's, point. It's, okay, it's, perfect. That makes sense. That's, I, I, I totally I, forgot about that. That's a great point. They're never up against this level of competition. Nope. It's normally – right. Baseball. If, you, if I'm picking baseball, baseball or soccer, I'm watching soccer. I'll give you right. that. Yep. I'll watch the World Cup up against baseball. That makes perfect sense. Thank you. Yeah. Couldn't figure out, like, why am I not interested in this thing this year? Like, normally yeah, I am. This is normally why. I'm betting it and watching it and following it. And I would have been in love with the Morocco run. Four years ago, I would have been all in on Morocco. Right. So fun. Watch them. Yeah. You know, three fifth plus 350 long shots. Give me a break. They can't win this damn tournament. And all of right. a sudden, boom. You know where they are. They're actually, you know, right there playing France in the semifinal for a chance to go to the cup final. Like, it's unbelievable. Yeah. But yes, thank you. That's 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 a very good point. All right, what is going on with the Warriors? What <laughs> Addison just came in the chat and said the goddamn Price is Right is on. That's why he's oh. he's not watching. Do you know that I know people who bet the Price is Right? They watch the Price is Right and they make bets with each other. No, over under. They throw they, they just throw ten bucks really? down. They go yeah, they go ten bucks down, ten bucks down. It's got right over under. They just trade money back and forth all day. <laughs> betting on the price is right. I found people that out got, this weekend. People got time on their hands, man. They got time on their hands. I was like, what you bet what? Man? He's like, yeah, we watched the price is right. We bet it. It's like, um, 
Okay, that's <laughs> Nate. Nate S says he's chosen BVB over soccer every single day that it's on. Thank that's you, the winning bet. <laughs> that is the best thing that, boy, that I've heard so far. <laughs> So yesterday we were talking about the Warriors and their two and eleven record on the road, and they went on. You like the Warriors to win. I thought the Bucks would cover, but I didn't think it would look like that. By the time the game got to post time, it was a obvious. It was Bucks. It was so obvious. I went on with Gabe and Cam, and I bet the Bucks. I bet the Bucks. Okay. The, the line stink. crashed. Warriors are awful on the road. What what a fraud on the road, huh? I mean, like. Jekyll and Hyde. I mean, at home, they're the Warriors. On the road, they're the, I don't know, like the Tampa Bay Bucks of the 70s. Can't beat anybody. Big Bucks of the 70s. They were bad. Yeah, creams to creams go orange. They sucked. And the Warriors suck on the road. This so is so bad. This is, this is how we know we're in sync. Like, I, <laughs> I, have, I have this one nice. ready to go for the Brady story. Oh, okay. Good. And you come with that comment right there. Keeps me in the Florida state of mind that I'm in. So like it. Um, yeah. I can't explain the Warriors on the road right now. Can you? Nope. No focus, intensity, everything is lacking. Steve Kerr is beside himself. I mean, they were down 20 in this fourth quarter. Got ruined. I don't think it's important to all to them either. Probably not. Like but they they're know not, that they the can do what they're doing at home, win enough games. I don't think they're are they still trying to be the one seed at this point in the season. It's too early to say they're not, but my goodness. How be can the you one be, seed? They're not being the one seed. What is their record on the road now? Two and ten? Two, two and twelve. And, two and twelve. Yeah, they're two and twelve on the road. They're twelve and two at home. They're two and twelve on the road. It's the most insane split ever. Man, oh man! And as of right now, the year ended right now. They are the ten seed. They're half a game up on the Timberwolves. Ten seed? Yeah. Ten seed. Ten seed. Play in tournament. <laughs> they win in a championship from the play. Even if you get higher, I don't, I don't, there's just too many good teams out West. You can't dilly dally like this and forward around. I mean, you got to play. You can't, I mean, they're 10 games under 500 on the road. Now they're They're still the second choice to win the West. All you put all the money down on it. You can have it. We're going to let people pet them. Do you want to go right ahead? They're 14 and 14 on the year. Them and the Suns are the, the, the Western Conference co-favorites right now. Suns are 16 and 12, 12 and 3 at home, 4 and 9. Another fraud team on the road. The Suns, they're 4 and 9. Man, the entire man. West, by the way, this is going to be a weird stat. The entire West, uh-huh. the whole entire Western Conference, how many teams do you think have a winning record on the road? I used to look at this every day when I was in the room. I haven't looked at it for a couple of weeks. How many teams in the West were talking? 15 teams, right? Uh, yes. Four? Three. Wow. Nine and seven, Denver. Eight and six, Portland. Eight and seven, Sacramento. Everybody else is 500 or worse on the road. <laughs> That's weird. In the East... Uh, one, two, three. 
only three teams in the East. Only six teams in the damn league. Well, one, two, three. Yeah, because seven and seven, 500. Yeah, there's only six teams in the entire NBA with a winning road record. That's crazy. Oh, so what does that tell you, though? Like, I mean, you know, where we could use it even betting wise or like I would look at that. <laughs> Be careful and, with betting teams on the road to win. Well, no, like that's so road last favorites night, are road favorites are a <laughs> road favorites are definitely a pass. Yeah. Right. I mean, it's it's hard to lay points on the road, but I think taking points on the road where, you know, you look at the game yesterday with the Warriors then you go, oh, yeah, we'll take four and a half. That's not enough. Like, that's what's happening. These situations, not only are they not winning, but they're not covering. So if you look at the Eastern Conference and the Western Conference, get get a load of some of these records. Toronto is 3-11. and On the road? On the road. Chicago. They don't even start their full roster, though, on the road. Me and Gabe and Cam go through this every day. Right. You know, because they want to bet the Raptors game every day. And Gabe goes, oh, look, Siakam's sitting today. Oh, Van Fleet's sitting today. Like they never on the, they play at home. They just don't play on the road. Charlotte is three and 11. Detroit is, is three and 11. And Orlando is one and 11 on the road in the East. In the West, the Rockets are three and 13. The Warriors have the worst record in the Western Conference at two and twelve on the road. On the road. I mean, the other teams are bad, bad. So that at least is a pass. There's no pass for the Warriors' road record. There's no pass. Toledi just came in the chat and said the the Warriors are the Washington Generals of the NBA on the road. It feels that. I mean, it feels you just that know way. they're going to lose. <laughs> I I mean this this could be a fun experiment here. Betting against the Warriors on the road because they're playing tonight on the road against the Pacers. <laughs> well, some books had there's one book left that has them one point favorites. Otherwise, they're two point dogs, two and a half. Because they've just started a uh, six game road trip. Okay, yesterday, yesterday lost to Milwaukee. They have five games left on the road. Okay, what's their re- they win? What's their record at the end of this road trip? Give they play the games. At Indiana. Okay. At Philadelphia. Okay. At Toronto. Okay. At the Knicks. Okay. At the Nets. That's a tough road trip, son. No back. Only one back-to-back. Tuesday, Wednesday, New York, New York. Knicks in Brooklyn and Nets. Back-to-back. December 20th and 21st. What do they win? One game or two? I think one, one of those five. I think they were one in five on the road. You could bet this and roll this over. Bet Indiana, right. roll it to Indiana, or to, sorry, bet it to Philadelphia, roll it over, bet it to Toronto, roll it over, bet it to New York, and then if, hold off and just take it because they probably beat Brooklyn. Perry Dawkins says they go three and two. Do you guys think they have a winning record of the five Ooh, games? Boy. They win three. Wow. I mean, they're dogs in every one. They're dogs at Philly. They're dogs at um, uh, Toronto. And they're dogs at uh, Brooklyn. No? Yes, I agree. I mean, if they're dogs tonight in Indiana, they're dogs to them other teams with winning records. 
Wow. I don't know. Akbar says tonight's the only winnable game for them. I don't know. What are wow. you looking at right now? Your, your mind is racing. What I'm just trying. To, I'm just trying to see the odds of what of what you can do if you roll through and bet against like, them. If you, if, I'm trying trying to think like, okay, so tonight it's basically like um. If you're looking at a money line tonight, right? Just take Indiana on the money line tonight. Minus 140. Right. So what would you do? It's minus 126 at FanDuel, but other books are okay. different prices. Um, if you go, what if you, okay, so that's to win, say it's, you know, put $100 down on it. That's, that's to win 80 bucks. And then you roll that over to the game, the next game. What do you, so the number against Toronto, against Philadelphia, they're going to be dogs at Philadelphia, right? Yeah. Okay. So that, so then Philly's late. So Philly's going to be favored. Say it's minus 125 with Philly. You roll that over. And then, cause do a parlay calculator with minus 140. Cause Toronto is going to be the, the game. I mean, times. they're not beating Toronto in Toronto. Toronto is like them. Toronto at home doesn't lose. Right. So they're not beat. So they lose to the Pacers tonight. They're not beating Philly. They're not beating Toronto. And they're going to split against the Knicks and the Nets. I think they'll beat one of those two teams. They're both on prime time. Philadelphia is also going to be on national TV against ESPN. Mm. So that's as up and down as Philly's been. They might win that game. The Warriors might win that one. Think I think so? they win one max two. They could lose all five. Yes, I agree. Right? Man. I mean, who's playing tonight? If Indiana's favorite already, somebody's sitting. Draymond, Clay, Steph, right? I mean, it's that somebody knows that somebody's sitting. They're dogs in Indiana. My gosh, They've that's never such, been dogs at any. It's such an interesting opportunity to bet against the defending champs, right? Like this doesn't happen. Like to be able to bet against the defending champs right. on a road trip like this, where they're this bad on the road and they played that poorly against the Bucks, and you have five more games to play off of with the Warriors on the right. road on the East Coast, different time zone. They go three and two, so they would go. They would go three and three on the road trip. I can't see a 500 road trip. No. I mean, I don't no. know. Three and two would make, yeah, they've already lost one game. So they've got five games left. Two and three, Max. Hi, Mrs. PB. She's so watching two, the show. So, so two and PB four. PB brought his wife. Woo. So we got another He's female watching in New England, show. is he not? He's not in Florida. He's traveling right now. Okay. So yeah, he's, he's he's headed home for the holidays. He told me. Oh, he's, he's going is back. He up. Driving from Florida up to New England. <sighs> I don't know. Maybe <laughs> that needs something. I did be... that drive from Florida to Philadelphia. Um, boy, Storm in a century. That's a drive. Yeah. Uh, you said to me last night. Yep. Either the books are going to say we told you, or you're going to tell the books that you. Uh, what Utah killed the Pelicans <laughs> last night. Killed. 
I mean, I was that I, I was my favorite. I mean, I got the over easy on the Golden right. Knights. That thing was over in the in the second period. That was that was simplistic. But oh. they threw ten goals in that game. I think flew over. Yeah, but the basketball game, no, that was crazy. Utah is a hard team to figure out. They're a hard team for the uh, books to figure out too. What's New Orleans' road record? Yeah, it's not good. It's um, it's now five hundred, right? Yes, it's five hundred. Yep, five hundred. Right. Um. Well, obviously, we're seeing it. We're Utah's seeing. I mean, ten like, and five at home. Something to see watch. See what I mean? Like it's such a disparity. It's a lot closer to college basketball now. Yeah, I don't know if you can. I mean, right? really looking at this, I had not. I'm glad we done that. We did this because now this is a huge. I think this is an awesome thing. And I can just, if you're laying points on a team on the road in the NBA, you better be careful. Pre-game. 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 Yeah. You better you be careful because. You can't do it. Right now, I would say it's a big of, as big of a stop sign as you're going to find betting teams on the road to cover pre-game because it's not happening. I mean, just looking at these numbers right now of teams at home and what they're doing on the road. I mean. It's crazy. The Washington Wizards are three and ten at home, but they have a winning record at home. They're eight right. and seven at home, three and ten on the road. Right. That's a huge disparity. That's two well, very different teams that you're watching play basketball. If the Wizards are at home, they're decent. If they're on the road, they are awful. Three road favorites today. Scanning the board here. Atlanta's at New Orleans or Atlanta's at Orlando. Minus two and a half. Miami Heat, which I'm dressed like uh, white chocolate back in the day. Uh, you know, one of these guys on the Heat. Minus two and a half at OKC. What's Miami's road record? Uh, Miami's road record is four and nine. They're laying two and a half on the road, just so you guys know. And then Portland. Portland is laying seven and a half. Seven and a half pregame at San Antonio. What's Portland's road record? Well, the problem is it's the Spurs' home record. What's Portland's road record? Eight and six. So they have a winning road record. They're one of the three. Wow. That's why this thing's seven and a half. How bad is San Antonio's home record? Five and ten. Are we getting enough with seven and a half? Well, I'm just saying, if you want to parlay those three dogs together, it's six to one. Magic Spurs Thunder. Right? No, plus the points. Oh, 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 yeah. Three games. I mean, parlay. shoot. Yeah, I, you you, you want to do outright. Outright, it's going to be. Um, we'll do outright. Outright. outright it's 16. It, it's 16 to one. Yeah. Outright. Yeah, but it, I mean, then you have to hedge with the Portland money line because Portland's probably going to win, but they may not cover. Yeah. Taking the points is six to one. It's 16 to one to have them win it all to win all three games. I wouldn't necessarily do the straight up number, but plus the points. It's not a bad bet. I mean, plus two and a half. You can do the money line, money line, and then plus seven and a half. Do money line, money line. It makes it about 10 to one, 11 to one. See what that would be. So you do money line. And plus the points and money line. That is an eight to one. Okay. Return. Not bad. 
No, that's not a bad parlay. It's not a bad ten buck throw on there. SoCal DGen said the Blazers on the road are ten and four against the spread. Yikes. One and zero as road favorites this season. Okay, Dame had eleven threes going into the fourth quarter in the last game for Portland. <laughs> he didn't play much in the fourth quarter. They're killing their opponent. I forget what they're playing, but he had eleven threes. That's hey. He was he was playing he was doing himself some some pretty good things there. With Nate the S is a corn farmer. We got a corn farmer watching. Oh, sure, yeah. Tremendous. Number of people in Iowa who listen to us. I telling you, Iowa Iowa does two things: corn and pigs. That's what they corn do. and pigs. More pigs than people. More corn than anything else. <laughs> For a Boston kid driving through that state, there's some really wild eye opener things. Pella, Iowa, the Tulip Festival, Pella, Iowa, home of the Corvers, Clayton and Clay. And Pella Windows? Pella Windows are not from Pella, Iowa, I don't believe. No? I don't believe Pella Windows are from Pella, okay. Iowa. I'm a great I'm question. A, I don't know. Pella, Pella Windows. They're the best windows. That's what I was told years ago. They still are. Uh, Pella Windows. Let's see. Where were they from? Um, oh, my goodness gracious. Yes, they are. Pella Windows is from Pella, Iowa. It was founded in Des Moines in 1925, but then they moved their headquarters to Pella, Iowa. Yeah. Pella I Windows. didn't know that. That's amazing. I thought the Pella was only known for the Tulip Festival and the Corvers. I thought that, that, that was the two claim to fame. I didn't realize that Pella Windows are from Pella, Iowa. Yeah. Wow. Pella yeah. Learn where, something new every day here. On the where's BBB. Yellow Wood then? I, I want to know where Yellow Wood is from. That would be phenomenal. If, if Pella is from Pella, is there a yellow? <laughs> is there a yellow lumber, a yellow somewhere in Alabama? What are you talking about? <laughs> Let's find out. Yellow Wood. Let's see. Where where is Yellow Wood founded? Yellow What's the Wood? next story? What are you talking about? <laughs> Hold on. The Yellow Wood. Um, I told you this dude controls Auburn. The Yellow Wood Company controls Auburn. Uh, where is it manufactured? It's manufactured in a small town in Alabama. Is yellow? Is there a yellow Alabama? This oh, would be gosh. awesome if there is. Of course there is, right? There has to be. I don't need to find this out. Is there a yellow Alabama? The hell are you talking about? Um, wait. Because there's, 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 yeah, there's yay out of Alabama. I need yellow Alabama. Oh, no, that's why. Okay, interesting. Alabama's richest man is Jimmy Rain, the yellow fella. Cowboy character that was part of his lumber company. Yellow fella? Yeah, yellow fella. <laughs> He's, that's what he goes by. He goes by the yellow fella. That was his. He, he created yellow because it's yellow wood. So in Alabama accent, it's yellow. So that's why he called it. It's yellow, not yellow wood. He would spray his wood, I guess, yellow. So he'd be yellow and he created it. He created created, This is too fun. I'm loving this story. So yellow Alabama. Sebastian Sebastian said ZZZ for for little consent. Oh, give me a break, boys. Bet Smart Tyler is flying to New York City. He needs, instead of watching the World Cup, he needs updates. So right now it's France 1-0. We're at the minute. Talking about ZZZ. That's about ZZZ. Uh, Clippers T-Wolves tonight. They're laying six. Yeah. You want to ride with the home home favorite? What's the T Wolves road record? T Wolves on the road are a pathetic uh, six and seven. Not too bad. Wow, better than I thought. Straight up, straight up, not ATS, but straight up. 
Yeah, we're sitting at that six and a half number right now, waiting to see if someone will buy on the T-Wolves. But my guess is somebody is going to make the move here to seven just to see if they can get the money. When a whole market's six and a half, and you know that key number seven in the NBA, this was one of my favorite things to do in the book. Just slide Wait. it to seven. No, no, see. no. I mean, it's lunchtime. Let's send out the, let's see who's paying attention and who's eating a pastrami sandwich. That's what I would say. Who's who's out getting a cup of soup and, and who's in front of their screen? Okay. And I'd say, is it going to be A, B, or C? Watch, you know, and see which bot was paying attention the most or which guy. It's going to seven. If you like the Clippers, lay the six and a half right now. And then finally, Dallas is laying two against Cleveland tonight. Seems a little short. Two and a half now at some books. What's Cleveland's road record? It should be better than it is. Um, their road record is five and nine. They're two and 12 at home. What do I have to give you to be interested in Cleveland? Four? Six. That much? Wow. Yeah, I I would bet You're Dallas disrespecting the Cleveland Cavaliers there. Yeah, I yeah. am. This is the this is the game I almost bet, but I've lost three straight bets in the NBA, so I decided to take the night off. Oh, I would bet Dallas. I would lay the two two and a half points. See, like you're taking the night off when there's a full slate. There's a lot of opportunity on the board. Yeah, but there's better games. There's two college games I like better, and there's uh, and there, there are some good college games today. And there was a hockey game I liked better as well. Of the three hockey games today, you liked one of those? Mm-hmm. Okay. Circa last night was off by 22 cents on the market. On a side or a total? Side. Wow. Okay. They're way, I don't know, I don't know what happened last night, but Circa was way off. So I was like, okay. <laughs> it was like rest of the world. Their opinion was different. I love that they have a different opinion. I just, I sided with the market over siding with Circa's number they've adjusted dramatically this morning i woke up it was 22 cents difference from last night what was the price you got versus the market price 150 everybody else was at 175 150 170 can't even say you fat fingered that one Mm -mm. Mm. and then i woke up this morning it was 171 they'd gone right right, they went right to the market okay so you could have arbed that if you'd wanted to on that <laughs> um, a little bit, but it was surprising to see the, I was like, Whoa, I was like, okay. that well, doesn't." So I had a hard time recommending that today to, to, for the, for just the picks because my number oh, was only available in Nevada. Right. Yeah. So like I tell people like you can bet the puck line if you want on this game, because it was plus plus one thirty five at circa and plus plus one thirty eight everywhere else. One forty mm. one thirty eight on the puck line. So their puck line number was right, but their money line number was so off. Like I was like, I'm taking this. If you don't feel comfortable laying 175, 180 on the money line, I totally understand it. Right. 150 makes me squeamish, but I'm going to take it because it's 25 cents off the market. So I'm going to take that price with a game that I liked. I have a home favorite. That's, I think it's going to play well mm. tonight. Better goaltender matchup. Tyler said he could bet two dimes on a soccer game, but he draws a line on paying for Wi-Fi on two devices on a plane. We all have different priorities. Tyler's Tyler's the man. Can't blame him on a lot of that. I mean, that's not crazy. I mean, that's two <laughs> devices at once on Wi-Fi on a plane. Come on. He's watching the show. Beautiful. You know, 
He's not missing nothing with the soccer game. It's one nothing. Still yeah. relaxed. We'll You're fine. We'll, we'll, we'll take care. You. We'll take. If anything care. happens, we'll let you know. We'll take care of you. So something happened last night in the NHL that if it was in any other sport, I think it's a huge story. Alexander Ovechkin scored his 800th goal last night. Yeah, putting him on hundred. What? What? Where is he on the list now for career goal scores? Single hand. Oh, I mean, it's insane what he's what he's done, but it's not covered or talked about really at all. It's just sort of like this thing. That it's, it's like, okay, yeah, he scored. Ovechkin got to eight hundred. Like we would stop everything in the NBA or the NFL. Like it would be a monster story on this. In hockey, it's huge. He got a hat trick last night. Third player in, in, in NHL history. It's Gordie Howe, Wayne Gretzky, and Alexander Ovechkin to score For 800 on goals. The, on the list, right. That's it. It's 894 for Gretzky. It's 801 for Gordie Howe. And Alex Ovechkin has 800. It's a gigantic gonna, story. But it's not. I mean, it's it's. I, it might be to me and you or to other people. But this is not a national story the way that I think it should be. This is unbelievable. Yeah. His career is unbelievable. I don't care how many people are like, well, he's had a lot of empty net goals. I don't care. You got to be on the ice to get those empty net goals, right? Guess I mean, that's so, a big. I, it's a big deal. It's it's. I don't know, man. That's. I saw it. I mean, and I was out and. It was going on at the same time as the Lakers and the Celtics game, and that was on the big screen. But I was watching the other screen, and the girls were asking me, what is that? And I'm like, he got a hat trick tonight, but he has 800 career goals. And they're like, is that a lot? I said, it's the third most of all time. He'll be number two. Yeah, he's going to he's gonna jump ahead of Gordie Howe. Easy. Win. He's not going to play long enough to catch Gretzky. I don't think. You know, can't get Tuesday marked the 162nd multi goal game for Ovechkin. Only Gretzky's had more at 189. And he did it in an era where there was a time where it was really hard to score goals. <laughs> like back then, like when Gretzky was doing it and, and Lemieux and, and some of those guys, you know, on that list, I mean, it was, you could score goals more. Games right. finished 6 5, 6 4, 7 3. You know, there were there were a lot more goals scored in games. So I don't know. I I I saw an interview with him in SVP. He's so just um like my buddy Sean was with me last night. He called him the Khabib of of hockey. You know, fair analogy. Like, he's so focused on what he does that he was like, Yeah, I was happy that we got it all in one game and now I can just play hockey again. Like we got the win, you know, it, it's uh, it's an impressive, super impressive career achievement. Do you, you think it should be a bigger national story? I mean, hockey's just down, it's number four. It's always going to yep. be four. It's amazing to me. I just, I, I saw this last night. I was like, he's in the same category as Gordie Howe and Wayne Gretzky. I think if you walk around and say, do you put Alexander Ovechkin in the same category as those two other guys? I think most casual people will be like, no. No. Like, oh, those guys are like like the goats. Like, But Ovechkin's numbers are stupid. Yeah. I mean, they're just outrageously. He's going to wind up this year probably about 20 more goals this year. He's going to be 120. 
820, sorry, 820 goals in his Did career. Did I see that he's on pace for 52 goals? This year? Yeah. Fair. He's on pace for 52 goals. Nobody scores 50 goals in the NHL anymore. So, uh, Gordy Howe did it in February of 80. Gretzky did it in March of 1994. The last time we saw somebody do this was 1994. I was a junior in high school. Was the last time somebody got to 800 career goals. Junior in high school looking to take his first title shot, boys and girls. Already did it by then, but yes. You already had a title shot? I had taken, I already, already taken care of that. So <laughs> in 94, we'd already taken care of that. Oh. Took care of that in 93. <laughs> so God. Yeah. But yes, this is a long time ago. Why are we buffering? We're buffering. If the chat's concerned, they're going to drop us. Don't hang with us, chat, please. Uh-oh. Stay with us. We're going to be okay. Get through yeah, this. It's, it's, it's the, the 11.30 hour. It's, a, it's the lunchtime person. buffering. Damn it. People using the internet. You know, slow slow down type, type of deal. Right. Okay. Uh, so some NHL people on the board of directors, yep. let, it, let it be known yesterday that they are interested in expanding the playoffs. It got so loud that the commissioner had to actually downplay it and say, he's not interested in this. Right. There are 16 teams, Dave, that make the playoffs in the NHL. Half the league makes the postseason. This would be a horrible idea. Would it not be? They're not doing that. They're talking. Anytime this leaks out like this, they're flying in the balloon. This is a trial. Let's see what people think. Put it out there. Let's see what people think. No way. Well, we talked about this before. When do the owners maximize revenue? During the playoffs. Players don't get played. Players don't get paid in the playoffs. Yeah. They get paid for regular season games. They get rewarded after after each round. They make a bonus. But the overall gate, the TV revenue, all of that goes to them. Can't let any more fucking teams in the playoffs. I would agree. 1140 for, for the list. That's a, that's ridiculous. Like, what are we doing? We can't at the NBA. I mean, they did the play in tournament. I don't want to play in tournament in the hockey. The NHL playoffs are the truest playoff form thing we have in sports. It's so good. I know we want more of it. Like as fans and as betters, because you're getting the maximum effort on every single shift. Like it is, I love it. Totals, sides, all of it. But God damn, don't let more teams in because ain't nobody going to play in a regular season. A horrible idea. This is not even like a trial balloon. This is an absolute disgusting. I can't even believe it. Like I can't even believe that would be even discussed. Like it ain't broke. Leave it alone. Leave it go. Like the NHL regular season is fun. You're watching hockey now. Mm, Like there's more people watching it. Get the games on more places. Well, no, I think the ESPN plus I'll say this for seven bucks a month. The ESPN plus hockey package is outstanding. It's great. Outstanding. It's cheap. You get every game basically, except for the games in your home market. Yeah. And 
you get the road team or home team. You get an actual, like not like a national broadcast, although there are some national broadcasts, but for the most part, you're getting yourself into a localized market broadcast, which I love because you learn more about that team from the home broadcasters as to what's going on and like what injuries or what the debate is for a backup goaltender or the third line problem or the power play or whatever. So I love those hometown broadcasts. That's the best deal right now in all broadcast pay. The seven bucks a month for ESPN plus to get the ice package for the NHL is the best bang for the buck. And it's still one of those. I think, I think it's the best sport to watch any game. Mm. You know, you can watch Vancouver and Anaheim. If you like hockey, you watch it on the package. You like it, right. you get a quality, like it's, it's great, but I don't want more teams in the playoffs. I don't want, we got enough issues with the regular season. Like look at the NBA. Every right. single day, somebody's sitting, somebody's not playing, somebody's this because they know they're going to get in a playing tournament if nothing else. Right? Yeah, it's it's it stinks. Don't do it. All right, fair or foul? Fair or foul? Tom Brady was intercepted by Dre Greenlaw of the 49ers. I got to put on a creamsicle again for this for the Tom Brady. Story. Tom Brady admitted on his podcast with Jim Gray. Yep. That he was asked by Dre Greenlaw to sign the football that uh-huh. Dre Greenlaw intercepted from Tom Brady. Do you have a problem with this? I don't know. Brady signed it. Brady said yes. Okay, I'll sign it. Why wouldn't you? Because Brady is like not like a walking museum. He's still a player. Like after Brady's done, get it signed. But like in the moment. I may moment, not see Tom again. If he retires or he goes to New England and we don't play him no more, how am I going to see him to get an autograph? Agents, right on the conversations. I know. I give Tom credit for signing it. He said it was shit for me, to be honest. It was complete shit, he said. But I try to be a gentleman. No, actually, I mean, look, it was a great play he made. I'm happy. I'm happy he got the ball. I wish I didn't throw it, but I'm trying to be a good sport because a lot of the times I'm not a good sport. I can be pretty a pretty bad sport in the moment when they get me right after the game in the right frame of mind. I'm actually a pretty good sport. So Brady did not want to sign it. He just did it because he was like, fine, I'm supposed to sign it. I'll sign it. He didn't like it, though. What is the big deal? It's kind of rubbing it in. Is it's it? Like, yeah, it's kind of like you're How many rings person. Brady got again? Seven. You got a ball that you intercepted that a guy who wants seven Super Bowl rings won, and yeah. you ask him to sign it. I mean, he could have been a, a jag off and said, no, I'm not signing it. Okay. But you oh. can sign it and make that guy's life. That Why guy's going to talk about Fine. his interception. But that's my point. You become... It becomes a talking point for Drake for, for this guy for Greenlaw for the rest of his life. It becomes a talking point for him. I'm gonna say yeah. this. If he didn't play for the 49ers, Brady's not signing it. Really? He signed he signed it because it's his hometown team. His fans are in the stands, his family's around, he's back at home. He signed it because if Brady was at like Jacksonville, Tom Brady's not signing that ball. Hundred percent in my mind, he's not. He because of who Dre Greenlaw plays for, he signed it. I don't think it's a big deal. I'd have been like, "Here, man, good luck." Yeah, congrats. Aren't you competing with this person though? Competing with yourself? Who gives a shit? 
you threw a pick. So what? I don't know. I, I mean, yeah. again, you guys going to have something on his mantelpiece and talk about forever. And you got the Super Bowl rings and everything else. But that's I, is not living in the past. That living what in the in what you actually have done. What? What Brady's living in the past? No. If you're doing that, if if you're if you're going to say, I picked off the greatest quarterback of all time, and in the moment after the game, like we're playing the same sport, we're playing right. in the same league, but I'm right. elevating you to a different place because of who you are in the past. I don't know. I I I I signed it for the guy. I don't. It doesn't. It's it's no. It big makes deal, you again. more. I mean, it definitely is. It's an ego boost for Tom Brady. You're acknowledging that you're not on the same plane, and that Brady's different than every other player you've gone up against or any other pick you've had. I've seen so much of what an autograph will mean to a fan or to. Another right. guy on another team because he's going to take it and either keep it or sell it or whatever. Like, yes, I understand you're competing, but at the same time, Brady knows he's at the end. So if if, if Aaron Judge went and got the whole the the, the number sixty two ball back, right? Mm-hmm. I came. I forget who signed. I forget who threw it. But if Judge went to him and said, hey, "Will you sign this ball?" You wouldn't. I, I would sign it in a heartbeat. <laughs> Thanks, know. man. I'm glad. Well, no, like this, you gave it up. You, I know you, you gave it up. That's my point. Like you so, want to have your name on. Still I'm mad not. about it? Like you moved not. on the next day. It's turned. It's done. Tom Brady won't be no. I mean, every guy that intercepts Brady should be asking for a signature. That's my point. Last, okay, so it so, might so, be the last ball. So does that happen consistently? It might be his last pick. Well, we knew that was that person that paid six hundred thousand for, <laughs> for the last ball, and it wasn't the last ball. Whoops. <laughs> Sucks to be that guy. Uh, <laughs> oh my ball's, worth, ball's worth nothing now, but <sighs> I don't know. I, I just have a funny, I just have a funny like gut on it. Like it just doesn't feel right that a player asked Tom Brady to sign. A I don't know what code is. I don't know if there's that code. Like there's some guys that, you know, just, you can't ask and they'll never sign it. And Brady was probably one of them before, but he's at he admitted the end it. of the rope. That's, you know? that's another, this is another indication. It's the end of the line. Yeah. That he signed the ball that he didn't like throw the thing in the guy's face and go, get away from me. Like, what do you mean? Yeah, signing like, that ball. Newbie still talks about it as an Eagles fan, but when he didn't even congratulate Foles at the end of that Super Bowl, because people are still mad about it and say he was a poor Dumbest. sport and all this other Who stuff. Who cares? So that I don't care about. Well, see, that's, I mean, other people do care about that. Yeah, shake the guy's hand that. after the game, win or lose. You shake the hand. Like Why? We told, we told the kids that's good sportsmanship. Fine, but this is not this is not kid sports. This is real sports. No, this Pro is pro sports. It's the same thing. You lost to a schmuck quarterback. You lost. Yes, and he Brady's lost. I lost to that schmuck. Yes, he's furious at it. I can't believe I lost to that guy. Yep, he's mad about it. Bad yeah, sport. So yep. On the field in front of everybody. Be a man and shake the guy's hand. It's a I good know, game. I, Brady walking off the field, I had no problem with that at all. Zero. Oh, God. None. All right. Still none. Still not a Brazilian problem. I laugh. Patriot fans are living in the Eagles fans' minds for that. I love it. Because all we say back is the last time, you know, you, you played us and your quarterback puked all over the field. So just be quiet. 
Well, no, the Eagles beat the Patriots. They did. It's 1-1. The first time the Patriots played, the quarterback literally puked all over the field. The last time they played, they did the Philly special and it won. Yep, it's 1-1. I would Who's love living to in the past now? I would love for the You're two, talking love, about the puke game, and it was yeah. – was, That's my point, though. Patriot fans don't obsess over that. We just – no one – if you bring it up, we'll talk about it. But no one obsesses over the Eagles and that, that win over the Eagles in the Super Bowl. They're not like, obsessing okay. about it either. Just if you're still talking about Brady not shaking someone's off. hand, you just said newbie's still talking about it. They're still obsessed. Eagles about- fans just know Tom Brady for who he is. He's a sore loser is. that day. That's a hundred percent. He admitted it. Tom loser. said, "I'm a bad sport." So that's why no. it's another indication that Brady's at the end. If he's signing this ball, it's right. another indication that Brady's at the end. That he's just he understands it's it's you know whatever. Yeah, yeah, sure. Here. Have they worn the creamsicle uniforms yet this season? They have. I not. don't believe so. Where's that thing in practice? I want one of them practice jerseys. All creamsicle. Where's it? Twelve. Oh. They don't wear it. They haven't worn it in a game yet. They're going to wear it in a game, I think, once, and then they're going to wear it next year. It's got to stay around for that. The NFL is just going an entire season with all the throwbacks. Oh, whole year. God, it'll break me. Where the old Seahawks do the entire oh, old, old Seahawks uniforms, do the break. old Patriot uniforms, break do the me. old Bronco uniforms, do the Son. old Buccaneer uniforms. <laughs> Who else do I really like with their old oh, uniforms? Um, old Giants, the white and the blue. Oh, they wore them the other time, the last time, the prime time. Oh, man. Yeah, it's wear clean. those old Rams oh. uniforms. Oh, with the big things. Uh, I got one of those. I got a Dickerson. With those, like all of those, like just an entire season with the throwbacks would be phenomenal. Oh, I love it. The Patriots just go back to Pat the Patriot full time. Just that's wear just, those reds. Yes, wear the red. Oh, full time. Like it's a, I don't know what, what you got to do to change it, but like the overall feeling for Patriot fans is that we don't like Elvis. We think it's stupid. It reminds us of the 90s team, those awful blue, the weird numbers. The uniforms for the Patriots have been bad since Pat the Patriot. Correct. And so I want Pat the Patriot back full time. Don't the Browns with Brownie though are awful. Don't go to that for for a season. I hate that damn elf. I think it's alone. They got enough issues. Elf on the shelf baloney. I want no I I want no part of of that. All right. Uh the number for the Niners and Seattle is three and a half. Correct me if I'm wrong. Okay. Mm-hmm. But doesn't this smell? This is a divisional game. This is a road favorite in December with a rookie at best starting for the first time on the road. Mm-hmm. I don't you like this. You make the case for Seattle right now? Is that what you're doing? Yeah. Yeah. Glad I'm not it's in a contest. Yeah. Like the, the, this is for a Thursday night game. This is a really hard game. I think Seattle, I don't know. I, I think the number's three. What well, is three in some places already? Oh, it's come down. Yeah. It's three. Okay. Yeah, All it's right. Three. I, I, I think three and a half, I think three and a half is take Seattle. So yeah. FanDuel others are at three and a half. I think you get three and a half. I think, I think the play is Seattle plus three and a half. So today's Wednesday, so limits opened up for this game today. Full limits. Circus minus three and a half, minus one oh five, as is DraftKings. So that's the signal. If you want Seattle, you're gonna pay a little extra juice. 
So uh, did he close a different tab again or he's out? This is great. Oh, now you guys can see the whole Miami fit. There you go. How about that? Not bad. Goes with the BVB hat. Looks okay. I don't know what to do with this game, fellas. I really don't. Three, three and a half. Tough, tough spread. Um, game feels like a dead under. So when, you, when I like the under, looking to take the dog, then I'm reminded that Seattle just lost at home to Carolina. That was not me. That wasn't you? I did not press that in button. That was not me. I figured you closed a different tab. No, they threw me out. I did not. That was not me. But yes. So you think the under in this game? Mm-hmm. Oof. Which I hate in the Seattle games. Hate. Turnovers. Hate Turnovers can destroy you on that. Hate it. I don't know. I, if if uh, right now, if forced on Wednesday before the before the game, I'm I'm laying it with San Francisco until further notice. I mean, I'm laying it with San Francisco, but I don't want I have to pick this game, so I don't have to do it. Anyway. Yeah, betting. I don't know. I mean, they Seattle's been reeling. Like they, it, this is it for them. What's Huge. the price to win a division? To win the division? Um, it's got to be high. To win the NFC West. Let's see. To win the NFC West, it is 11 to 1. San Francisco's 11 to 1. No, San Fran is minus 1,900. Seahawks are 11 to 1. <laughs> Silly. They don't, and FanDuel so? hasn't even put up the other two books, uh, the other two options, just because they're, they're must be eliminated. Well, no, they're gone. Yeah, they can't yeah. win the division. Um, wow. Well, what does that tell you? San Francisco's going to win the game. Yeah, okay, by three. Fair. San Fran's won six games in a row. Mm-hmm. They have a plus 120 point differential, which is third best in the NFC. Uh, fourth best in the NFL. They are three and three on the road. They're undefeated against the division. They're four and all against the division. Seattle's three and one though. Well, I think we finally got a good football game on Thursday. Like, like this is, this should be a pretty good football game. 27, 20 in the first matchup back in week two. San Fran won, San Fran covered. What's San Fran on the road this season? Uh, Steve Mack. Straight up, San Fran is did the NBA. three and three. Mm. Six and one at home, three and three on the road. But Seattle's three and three at home. Yeah. And just lost Carolina. Oh. Five, five and five against the division. San Fran seven and two against the conference. Five and five against the conference, rather, for Seattle. Three and one against the division. Trent Junk just came in and said all the surprise teams have been fading as of late. He likes the Niners. So, makes sense. I don't Brock know. Purdy's first start on the road is against the 12th man. <laughs> we psyched about that. You want to back a rookie quarterback on the road making his first start? Isn't that the auto fire against? Yes. Rule? Yes. 
It is, but he looked so composed. He did. I would, I would, I would agree. He looked so good, composed, and that team, man, just the, everybody knows that. No Debo. That's their guy. Yeah, that's true too. No Debo, boy, oh boy. All the Rambuses and parallelograms have already grabbed. They, they're they're taking a three and a half. I just it feels like three and a half is the right play. Yeah. I don't like it. I'm not like sitting on a table for it, but it just feels like that's the side to go into it on that. Um, the Vikings are up to four and a half. This pro move here. Four and a half. You were saying it's good. It's all the Colts, 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 but numbers moving to the Vikings on Saturday. It's down to four. It's four and a half at Fandle. It's the only place. It's four. There's not another place in the world that's four right now. Hmm. That's weird. Minus one ten on both sides too. Yeah, that's bet Fred. Bet Fred there. Yeah, whole world is a four. Really? Yep. So they're seeing. They're 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 trying to see too. They're at four. Yep. Minus yeah. one ten. Four minus yeah. one ten. That's it's painted four. So what? Fanduel just throwing up a flag, just saying who can if you want to come get it to the pros. Want the Colts? Come on. Right now, they're trying to see if they're coming or not. Or they're trying to drive this number down to less than four. Right? I mean, if somebody's coming on the on the Vikings at home Saturday, right? Who the ah, hell wants the Colts? Good luck. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want the Colts. Nope. Uh, Browns are down to two and a half against the Ravens. <laughs> Baltimore money coming in. Somebody's got to find the bottom. Why not us? Circa and South Point here in town. Two and a half. DraftKings minus three even. Interesting. Minus 115 at Bet Fred if you want to look at juice. three. Two and a half. Oh. You want Cleveland? I'm trying to find somebody come in the chat and tell me you want Cleveland because I can't find them. Whoever's uh, left in the chat, the chat, unfortunately, everybody's leaving because of, because of oh, the damn buffering. So we're done. No, really? we're, we're still hanging, but it's down to the lowest number of people. They're, everybody's talking about it's buffering really bad today. So we'll see Jesus what we can do. Christmas. That's all right. We'll get okay. through it. Um, uh, do you want the Browns at any number? I mean, I can't give you, I give you four. Will you take the Browns? I mean, I'd consider it a well, four. No, would you, if the game is pick? Oh, I'm sorry. The game is at ends at pick. Would I take the Browns or take the, the Ravens? Browns are minus two and a half right, right now. Yes. If I if I could just say pick, do you, no. Would you be interested? No. Still not interested. No. They can't win the game. They can. Don't think they will. Until Deshaun Watson plays football at a at a competitive level, I'm not backing the Browns. You can't. I just you can't make a case. It's the most important position. You have a guy who is clearly a split second behind playing the quarterback spot because he hasn't yeah. played in a year and a half. And now you have Harbaugh's defense with the Ravens. You're suddenly going to figure this out and go and dice up the Ravens. Ah, if he does, tip of the cap, sir. Congratulations. Not going to be fooled by that. Somebody should go to one today. It's a middle game on Saturday. 
there's usually a lot of handle coming off the first game. Right. There's usually a lot of handle in this game. This would be a good game, and it leads into the Miami-Buffalo game Saturday night, which is going to be awesome. Um, I don't know. We if Again, we're sitting in the room. I just look over and say, time? Yeah, let's go to one. See who wants to come. Wow. Yeah. We'll see tomorrow. Again, the Thursday move for the Saturday games, that'll be a nice indicator. I don't think it's done going down. Wow. How about that? Do you think it goes back to three that anyone that's that's not a three? I don't think so either. If you uh-huh. wanted three, I think you're you better take it now. Uh Westgate's minus three even, DraftKings minus three even. The rest of the world looks like it's two and a half. Yeah, plus three. Uh, I I like that a lot. But the Westgate, I like that a lot. Okay. Uh, thank you to Sports Grid. We appreciate you guys being a part of this every single day on the replay at midnight Eastern time. For you guys live on Twitter, sorry about the problems. Hopefully, Twitter is not bad. If it's buffering on YouTube, you can go over to Twitter, watch the show live there oh, at Boston right. versus the book for BVB. Uh, Omaha Steak Searing Hot Take of the Day. This is a question to you more than a take. Yeah, you said you'll send it later and you never sent it. So this is good. I'm hearing this for the first time. Right, this is prep for this. This is this buy is, the meat, BVB, by the way. BVB. Promo so, code yeah. BVB, half off Probably. sale right now. Yes. So Penn mm-hmm. is going to be fined, the parent company of Barstool Sports, $250,000 by the Ohio Sports Betting Commission, Sports Gaming Commission. They're not open yet. Correct. For it's Ill- a pre-opening fine? Pre-opening fine for illegally targeting under 21 gamblers in the state of Ohio. Oh, boy. For advertising on college campuses in the state of Ohio. <laughs> Give them a quarter million dollar fine before they are ever taking any bets in the state of Ohio. <laughs> The violation was sent to Penn Sports Interactive as part of the Barstool Sports brand stemming from a November 2015 event for the Barstool College Football Show in which they went to Ohio to do the Ohio State, one of the the Ohio State game. The alleged incident stemmed from a Barstool Sports College Football Show on or targeting the area of the University of Toledo's campus. Oh. During the, during this show, the violation noticed that Barstool advertised the Barstool Sportsbook by promoting pre-registration for sportsbooks, including bonus cash, my cash rewards for Penn uh, Entertainment Casinos. It also said that Barstool targeted individuals under the age of 21 in the same way during the show. Oh, I wish we still were on the grid so they could get a lot of this too. <laughs> They're not open yet. They just find them 250. I mean, but there are other people doing advertisements around the state of Ohio. <laughs> Very good question. Very so this is question. this is odd to me that we're that we're deciding to go and say, okay, if you go onto a college campus and do a show, they went to a Mac Toledo game. Uh-huh. You go on campus. I don't mind this. If they protect advertising on college campuses and say, Hey guys, you can't do this. You can't do betting events on college campuses. Go outside, go to a pro game, whatever you do. You can't do it on college campuses. I don't Uh mind that they're going to be aggressive here. Don't mind that. Who's going to be aggressive. That Ohio, the commission is going to be aggressive. It's going to be finding people for doing these things because there are Ohio is a unique state because Ohio has multiple professional sports teams. 
if two NFL teams, NBA team, hockey team made two major league baseball teams. Like you can, you can go after pro sports and market to adults in pro sports. If you go onto a college campus. This is basically like, I think this is a shot across the bow. This is just, I mean, what's 250 to pens? Nothing. It's just a say of like, Hey, uh-uh. be careful what you guys are doing when you go to launch on college campuses. This is just, this is the, yeah. I mean, the amount of money is laughable. Right. Comparatively, but it's still a quarter million dollars. The timing of it before they're open is fantastic because that's telling everybody else. Listen, if you guys want to go to college campuses and do this, 250 is the minimum we're going to whack you with. Okay. It starts there. That's the floor. Now it's been established. They find somebody before they're open for doing a show. These promo codes and all this stuff have been going on since PASPA passed in other states. They've been doing this. It's as much of a, yes, good for the Ohio Gaming Commission to make notice of it and do this, but it's also, you got to look back and go, where were the rest of you? You signed deals with sports books to put the shit in your stadiums. Not in Ohio, but not in Ohio, other states. Yeah. yeah. Other states, schools and stuff have deals with sports book companies for signage. I also think this is being done because of what's happening on December 31st in Ohio. Ohio State is playing in the national semifinal on the 31st. It's a blip. I told you that. They will not be, they will not open. I think it's more than a blip. The biggest game of the year in the state of Ohio. It's one game. It's it's Ohio State. It's a national semifinal. I understand. It's it's one game. And like right, but I think leading up to that game, I think this is the Ohio Commission saying, watch what you're doing with Ohio State. It's like a bookie getting busted the week of the Super Bowl publicly. It happens every year. Every single year, there will be a gambling ring unearthed like it's they discovered the atom. (laughs) Every single year, we used to do it in the book and go, okay, is it going to be the off week or is it going to be the week of the game where they're going to announce the gambling ring? Is it going to be in New York? Is it going to be in Philly? Is it going to be in Florida? Is it going to be in Texas? (laughs) You know, and this one will guarantee this one is, has a shot of being a California ring because it's a West coast Super Bowl. So we'll hear about it. It happens every year. This is interesting to me that they did it before anyone is open. I, 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 I'm fascinated. Now I have to read the story. Because I didn't read the story yet, but I will read it now to see how it was worded. Because I'll I'll throw it back to you with this. Will this prevent anyone from doing this? Oh, <laughs> not even a second. I, no, what, that's what I mean. I, it's, so, I mean, you know, we've had people come to us. I mean, it might come here it, and do a show. 
it might prevent like the beginning one state operator because everyone's going into Ohio. There's like 30 books going into Ohio. 30, so maybe like 300. Okay. So like maybe it's the guy, you know, it's, it's the kiosk person who is in Columbus. Maybe that deters them from doing something, but it doesn't deter anybody of a brand name of doing anything in Ohio. So it's not even a slap on the wrist for Penn. Does it, does it, I mean, we're content guys. Yep. And we talk about gambling. Yep. Is this bad for us? No, because we're not in Ohio. I know, but what if other states start to do the same shit? Well, then we don't go do gate. We, we go. We don't do. We do a show on a college campus. Oh, easy. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like the the reason why they're upset is they went. Well, to can we a do it at a campus. bar in a yes. college town? Yes, of course. That's a twenty one plus. That's an so adult. Wait, Penn went and did it right on the campus in the stadium. Yeah. No, and the same on campus on Toledo. They did it in Toledo on campus and marketed to the Toledo student body. Come watch the show. I understand. We've talked about this. Why is this different than credit cards preying on college kids? It's the same. No different. I agree. Did they get fined for doing that? No. But you're 18 to get a credit card, 21 to be gambling. So it's like going to a high school for credit cards would be the the, the analogy. Oh, okay. Uh, So that's why. Okay. I don't, I don't have a problem with what Penn and Barstool did. I don't have a problem. It's just, this is what Ohio has done. We're saying, okay, we're not going to let you do this. I mean, $250,000 is not a lot of money to Penn. Like I mentioned, this is, it's more of a headline grabber than an actual impact on Penn's bottom line. Right. To actually impact what they're doing or hurt them in any form or fashion. So uh, time for better to book it. I got three games to throw at you. This game has moved against me. But first game, Florida and Ohio college basketball. Florida. Let me pull this up. Why did you even – how did this game even come up on your All right, radar? A couple things. One, it's on ESPN2. Two, two okay. it's a semi-neutral court. It's at Amelia Arena where the Tampa Bay Lightning play. Okay. Ohio last year was a very good team to the over. I bet them a lot, so I went to go look at them again. Florida defensively is very good, but Florida has been great defensively at home. This game is on a neutral quote unquote, more Gator fans and Ohio fans are going to be there. But if I get 80 points out of Florida, cause Ohio's defense is awful. Okay. I just need 65 points. I need 80, 65 final. And I go over numbers gone from 13 to 12 and a half today. Dropped down a little bit. I'm going over four to one and a half. Betting and booking it. Got to admit, this wouldn't have come up on the radar, even if I knew it was on TV and knew you put it in better book it. I'll book it. Um, just tracing the line move and just looking. Um, and I like unders and neutral site games, just oh, in general. Okay. Um, you know, we've had Coach James Young on here before, do a lot of stuff with him. He explained it pretty well. When you go to these neutral site games, you get usually one shoot around. Correct. Yeah. If that. It's tough to ask to get your shots falling. You feel uncomfortable a little bit in the first half, maybe first half under game under is what I'm thinking. So I'll book it. The uh, three point shooting for Florida is pretty good. Three point defense for Ohio is bad. And Ohio, but Ohio is one of 
uh, the worst in terms of length of time defensively. They allow shots very fast. The tempo of this oh. game, the tempo oh. of this game is going to be, it's going to be fast. Oh. It's going to be a fast tempo game. Okay. So that's why I get, I hear all that about neutral court to neutral and Ford's defense and blah, blah, blah. Again, 80, 65, I get home. So that's 45. Yes, you do. So that's okay. my, that's my handy. I need 80 points out of Florida, 65 out of Ohio. And we're good. If Ohio covers, I'm probably dead. I need Florida to cover this game. Most likely mm. game. Number two, Maryland, UCLA tonight. This is pretty good basketball game. No, this is the game. Of the night. A game? Of the night in college basketball. Yeah. This sure. is the only, it's the only game with two ranked teams going at it. I don't know how good UCLA is. Nobody I am a big, does. I'm a big Kevin Willard fan. And they're coming off two back-to-back losses. Mm. The one common opponent that they've got, UCLA played Illinois and lost. Maryland played Illinois and won. Line was a pick. It went to one. I jumped in last night at one. It's now one and a half at certain books. Betting Bet it. Maryland. Bet it. Bet it. Okay. Feels like it's going uh it's going up too. So if you still find a one, you should probably play it because any place I'm looking at is already one and a half. So I mean if you get to a point where you have to lay two, just pay a little extra, I guess, and do the money line. I hate to fall two and push, but get it before it goes to two. Finally, talked a bit about this already, the hockey game. Calgary at home up against a Vancouver team that is not great on the road, but Calgary's lost three games in a row. Oh, Circa, Circa had this at minus 150 last night. Yeah. This morning it was 171. <laughs> Everyone nice. else was already at 171, 170, oh. 175, blah, blah, blah. Last night, Circa was off the market. Circa came in on the market. So I recommended puck line. You can jump on puck line, but it's really wild to look at the numbers puck line for Calgary at home. They're five and 11 at home on the puck line. Why the hell would you recommend that? Because if you don't want to lay the juice, but it's a five and 11 bet. Okay. I told people over this. I said, you can pick and choose. I'm taking money line, but if you don't want to lay the minus 180 because it's really expensive. I would never recommend minus 180. You can do plus 135, plus 140 on the puck line if you want on this. It's a good shot, open net goal. You may get there. Markstrom has been very good in December. Very good for Calgary. And the backup kid, the Martin kid, the most likely they've got going. Let's see if we know the starting goaltenders yet uh, on this for this game tonight. Markstrom was pretty much a lock. Um Let's see for, yeah, it's Markstrom. He's in. And then Spencer Martin is still most likely going to play for for, for the Canucks. Right. He's not been good. He's been actually pretty bad, (laughs) actually. So I thought about the over in this game, but I think because Markstrom's been so good that the under might be to play. I don't want to be sitting here going, I need five goals. I I got a Calgary. Oh right? God. No, I like I like Vancouver in the over. Okay. I would take you Vancouver like, plus I would take Vancouver plus a puck and a half, I think, before I would take them on the money line. Um but I think Vancouver's, Vancouver's in this game. Calgary's playing like shit. They are, but they're back at home after a three game road trip, lost them all, and they got Markstrom going. Markstrom's gold against average in December is one point nine. Yeah, he could win this game himself. He's, like, um, he's he's the stopper. He's the guy that gets them back on track. Yeah. Snaps snaps the losing streak. Um, Martin's gold against is three point five, but 
He gave up three goals. He's given up three, five, six, two, and five the last five starts. Ton of shots, too. They give up a ton of shots. Vancouver's literally a, it's a shooting gallery. Calgary shots on goal over as a team. Um, I think I like Vancouver on a puck line. Money line, I'll say I'll book it, but I I, I think you're you're probably on the right side as far as that goes. But right now, this morning, before the goalie confirmation, minus one fifty four at one fifty five, one sixty at certain books for the puck line, Vancouver. Yeah, I'd rather it's all the way up. That. It's all the way up to two dollars now. Calgary. Big steam on the flames. Man, I'm not oh, sure. Man. I, not, not sure I like that. But <laughs> they may be set that thing up. Trying not to sure get that I like up, that. Trying to get that like, up. Trying to get like that Calgary. up. And then boom. Before the game, they're coming on the Canucks. Man, that's a tough one. Wow. Interesting stuff. Favorite thing about today is what? Um, we're another day closer to Friday. We're going to make sure that we're going to be strong with the internet, with the people, people email the quick videos because mm. we can't have a hundred people on the show. So the idea was we can have a bunch of videos of people coming on the show and saying something. So that's where we're at with that. Um, and then, I mean, I don't know. The, 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 the other thing is that we're, we're talking to some people we got some exciting things happening behind the scenes um, with, you know, I, I saw a friend of the show, Lauren, the better. I went and talked to her yesterday. Um, saw some other people down on the strip. Um, it's an exciting time. It's a scary time a little bit, but it's exciting in that we're, we have some opportunities presented to us. And thanks to you guys continuing to show up and listen and download and the interaction, we're getting more opportunities. So my favorite thing about today is that excitement kind of anticipating maybe something else opening up to one, keep the show alive in its current form, but also to, to expand it to even bigger and better forums put it that way uh for me my favorite thing about today is the email that i got or the dm that i got from somebody that said this segment is their favorite thing in media they wrote they wrote and said you guys do a show based upon sports betting but you take a time at the end of the show to say something that's going to be uplifting enlightening or fun and that they really appreciate that we've decided to kind of do that, to take a platform moment to kind of talk about the theory was, and I told the person this, it was the good news network, which was a big thing during COVID, you know, goodnewsnetwork.com is basically a website designed to highlight positive stories and good things in the world. And that's where the idea kind of came from of being like, this is a chance for us to talk about either our daughters, our friends, our, 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 our siblings, whoever, mm -hmm. spouses, jobs, whatever it may be. And I like that people have enjoyed this. They stay all the way to the end for this to get uh -huh. a little bit of a, of, a, of a personal look into what we do and what's going on in our lives. And it's the holiday season. And it just kind of touched me that like 
I love the fact that people get it, that like they understand what we're doing and, the, and they get the, they, they get the show as to what the show is. People are right. like, what, what's the show? What's the show guys? What are you doing? And I'm like, it's, <laughs> it's different. It's not the it's, same. It's so, it's so fucking hard to explain. Yeah. But it's different. Like what we do is different. What we so do is hard. not, it's not your oh. traditional show and people, I, I just, I always say like, when I see those people responding, going like, that's why we do the show. Like that's, that's the point. Right. That's the idea right. the community that we want to build of like-minded people. And Mikey awesome was sending me really cool notes last night about a bunch of different stuff on the, on, on the discord channel. And like, that's my favorite thing about today is getting notes like that from somebody saying like, Hey, when you guys take a second to talk about what's going on in your lives or your, my favorite thing about today is your favorite thing about today. That segment is my favorite thing about today. So, right. We appreciate you guys we really do. And it, it does, we read everything and it does impact us. <laughs> we, we got, uh, that kid Garrett was watching the show yesterday with my sister. Right. And he asked about the Embiid prop and we told him 32 and a half. Did you see what he finished with? He, he sat the whole fourth quarter. Did he not? Did you see what he finished with? Well, I saw my 29 and a half going into the fourth or 29 going into the fourth quarter. Did not 31. Yeah. Remember we told him that number was a little high. Yep. <laughs> It was, it was a, a sweat and a half. <laughs> Held high, but that was, he should have gotten it. I mean, that's just a bad He should have gotten it. But it wasn't a blowout. He, he gets it easily, but. that's the, Now, does anybody want a refund for that? They should ask for a <laughs> refund. Absolutely. Well, what do you mean? He, he didn't play in the fourth quarter. That's not fair. I, yeah. So well, where, where's my, where's my money back? Uh, I, come on. Like, man, money back. Okay. please. Like, thank you. Like, oh wait, AD missed two free throws last night. Where's my, where's my refund? <laughs> That's not fair. Don't he missed start. He missed two free throws. That's not fair. Don't free throws start. are you're called free throws, not free bets. So free throws, give me my money back. Please. But come on. What are you doing? It's just what it is the same damn logic. <laughs> it's so Periodakis. We'll leave you with this. Periodakis just came in a chat and said, it's also you two guys. You couldn't take another two people and have them replicate what you guys do and the way you do it. Well, that's nice of you. That's the show. That. That's Put that on the marketing material. Thanks, Perry. <laughs> it's a fair Send thing. in a video, John. Yes. Friday. One year. 48 hours. Roll call Friday. Maybe the biggest one yet. Coming on Friday. <laughs> Dave, I'm Matt. Talk to you tomorrow. Thursday football. BVB.